What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Happy Hour. I am your host, Gretchen Garrity. You guys can find my personal Instagram linked in the description, the show notes, whatever it's called, of this podcast. Also, the Instagram for this podcast is just called Happy Hour Podcast on Instagram, so those are in the description as normal. But today, we are talking about, I guess in specific things I miss being like post-grad but yeah I guess things just in college maybe specifically or sort of like young adulthood and being like sentimental and nostalgic this week but sort of I want to be talking about also like my message to current students encourage current in current college students because I know that we're in such an unprecedented time right now. I will use that term. I know that's like overused, but first and foremost, I guess I should say, no, my intention is to not offend current college students or make you upset with me because I know school situations are so different and just unique right now. Like I know I was chatting with my neighbor back home and she's a sophomore in college and she was staying out at her college since it's in-state, like, in New York. She was able to go and move in and didn't have to quarantine, I think, because she was in New York, but people out of state had to come and move in and be in their dorm alone and quarantine for two weeks. And um, then I have two cousins that are in score now. You guys know Mandy, obviously. She's has been in a lot of my stuff. She goes to University of South Carolina, and I just feel like every school is so different right now. So I know she's back, and they have class in person I believe and yeah but then after Thanksgiving break they have to stay home and everything moves online I think a lot of schools are doing that too um I should know about BU right because that's where I went I think they almost have an option of taking classes in person maybe only a couple days a week or being online my other cousin goes to um you know University of North Carolina Chapel Hill I never know I never know how to say that I'm struggling with words today because I always just want to call it like Chapel Hill but it's like UNC Chapel Hill and she moved in and I think maybe they're doing the same thing as my cousin Mandy where they're all in person until after Thanksgiving. So what I'm trying to say is I feel for you and I obviously you guys know I graduated in 2019 so I just got literally extremely lucky that I graduated before all of this because I couldn't imagine like college is such a special time in your life and um I just know with everything going on right now how frustrating that could be and, you know, just really sad 
when you're wanting to like be with your friends on campus and finishing school everything like everything that comes with that you guys know I'm saying I'm sure you understand that just especially if you're senior like you guys know a lot of my friends were actually a year younger at BU and so they missed their senior spring at BU and were like heartbroken so this is just what I want to talk about and kind of my message to current college students because I was thinking about just my episode this week and I just couldn't stop thinking about this and I caught myself getting kind of like emotional this week just like missing college and I know I've talked about sort of like dealing with post-grad or like post-grad blues everyone calls it um in episodes in the past but yeah that's just what I felt like talking about this week so I just think with all that being said I think it could be good for someone like me who did graduate to look back and just kind of point out things to be grateful for in the moment that I would guess that you may miss later on like I do or just point out things that I sort of wish I cherished more and wish that I didn't take for granted. So I guess what I'm really getting at is just getting good at being really present and knowing that you're giving like your current moment your all if that makes sense and just finding joy in the present and like forcing yourself to do that and yeah, we're gonna get, get we're gonna get into all of that. You guys know I've been working on being more organized and structured over here. So you guys know I start all my episodes with talking about something that I'm happy about currently because I think that's just a good little mood booster, and we can just force ourselves to think about something that we're happy about right now. And when I say force myself, I mean sometimes it probably is like that. Like, okay, what am I happy about this week? Like, you can sort of catch yourself feeling like everything's not going my way, or you, I don't know. Or just having like a bad day or a bad week. So sometimes it is like that. But sometimes you're like, oh, there's so many things to be happy about. So anyway, this week what I'm happy about is technology that allows us to connect with one another. This is like probably cheesy. I feel like I'm cheesy over here today. Oh, and just wait till you hear my quote. But I was really thinking about it and I'm like, I am so grateful. Like that's something that I'm genuinely so grateful for. Like I'm sure all of us couldn't even imagine life without Skype, Zoom, FaceTime right now. And it's like... um if we were living in 1900, we wouldn't have that or however long ago, you know what I'm saying? So I just think, you know, technology that allows us to connect with one another while not physically being together is something to really be grateful for. And I think that's definitely something you can sort of lose sight of and just take for granted. So just wanted to point that out because I feel like that goes really nicely with my episode this week. And this is really cheesy. Here we go with my happy quote or idea. And this is just like a saying that is way overused and definitely cheesy. But it's special to me because it's something that my dad would always say to my twin sister and I growing up. And I feel like we never even knew what it meant. Or we're always like, oh, dad, you always say that. But then as I grew older, I realized what it meant and how he really lived his life that way. And um, why it is such a good thing to remind yourself. So... My little idea, or quote, saying this week is carpe diem, which means seize the day. And so, yeah, I feel like when we were younger, we would be like, what does seize the day mean, Dad? Like, we don't even know what that means, like, as little kids. But then you come to realize that it just means to live your life to the fullest. And I think when I think about it, like, seizing your day and just, like, taking every opportunity that comes with your day and all the ups and downs and to remind yourself to be joyful and playful and optimistic and yeah I really like reminding myself that so I think that could be a good thing to hear in today's day and age as well so right now 
things I think and know you can still do to be social and feel like you're living your best life and seizing the day. Um, let's get started with my little list. So make the effort for friend Zoom call Zooms and FaceTimes. I can be the first to admit that I could get better at this. Max is so good at doing this with his friends. They have their big friend group Zoom calls and they all catch up and it's like structured every week. They have their time and I just, that's so nice. So I know how much better I feel whenever I FaceTime a friend and chat with a friend. I swear whenever I'm feeling down or having like the worst day, I look back and I'm like, wow, I haven't talked to my friends in a couple days and I just feel so disconnected and like sad and I want to catch up with them and what's going on in their life. And it's like, that's what life's all about, right? Like connecting with your loved ones and your family members and your friends and well, maybe in my mind, that's just a part of it. So I just want to reiterate that to be grateful for this technology, like I was saying earlier, uh, to still connect with one another, even if you can't physically be together or if you're not going back to your college. I feel like a lot of college students, by the way, have the choice, right? Am I right? Can you guys like comment on my last Instagram post? You know, that's how I always see your feedback on my last happy hour podcast Instagram post. It's H-A-P-P-Y-H-R podcast. If you didn't see in the little description like I was talking about earlier. But I think a lot of people have the option, especially if they like don't feel comfortable going back to campus for whatever reason. Um, so I just think don't take that for granted. And I think it can be so easy to just get lazy and like watch Netflix and not want to do anything. But when you make the effort to still connect with your friends and show them you care and wanting to keep up with them. They feel better. You feel better. Your relationship's stronger. Like everything is better. And I think that like I so often feel like people talk about friendships and keeping your friendship strong, especially in college or like post-college or even, you know what I should do, you guys? People ask me to talk about making friends as an adult, essentially, or like after college. I like forget that I'm an adult, you know, I'm 23. I feel like a kid, but um, I'm sure I will learn a lot about that when I move to a whole new town and I know barely anyone. You guys know I moved to Pennsylvania in like two weeks now, which is so crazy. Or is it less than two weeks? Oh my gosh, I don't even want to know, but... I'm sure I will be put to the test for making adult friends, so I'd love to, like, make an episode about that, but I think in keeping the friends that you already have in your life, it's so that you get out what you put into it, and you stay close with the people that you make the effort to stay close with and keep up with them and show them that you care kind of thing, so I just wanted to, like, really emphasize that because... I think that's the number one thing that I miss about college most. I mean, I know it's the number one thing is just being around your friends so much and living in such close quarters. And, you know, it's just so convenient to like literally walk down the hall or be roommates with one of your best friends or have classes with them or a sports team or a club or a sorority, whatever it is. So it's just like being around all those people and then graduating and then you all separate and move your separate ways for different jobs and whatever it may be. It's just a really big change. So yeah, I just wanted to really emphasize the staying close with friends and making that effort to still be connected. And I think another way that really shows you care and really goes the extra mile is if you send like a handwritten note or a package. This sounds like so old school. Everyone's like, okay, I'm not going to go like write my friend a letter, but seriously do it and see how it just like makes their whole day in life because I never get like handwritten anything anymore, you know? So when you do, it's like so special. And I just think about if you guys remember my best friend from home, Hannah, she 
had this like golden retriever stuffed animal at her house and in quarantine when I was here on Cape Cod and like not seeing my family and friends for so long and just sort of you know obviously missing family and friends and I was really down about um still not being able to find a golden retriever you guys know now I have Brody but I was just down about not being able to find one and yeah so she sent me the sweetest package with a handwritten note and like she got this cute little stationery and like her little stamps they were so fun and she sent me this little stuffed animal golden retriever and it seriously made my whole life and like I will never forget that you know so I think that just goes to show like how much your actions can like affect your friends and just show that you care like little things like that just seriously made meant the world to me and I feel like would to your friends too so even if you're not sending them stuffed animals maybe just like send a letter or even if you don't have time for that and it's a text or a call or a FaceTime like yeah I know I've talked about that a lot but so important okay next up on my list in the line in the same vein that's what I'm trying to say as seizing the day like living your best life right now even when it can feel kind of weird and everything's different is and I may have talked about this like in the beginning of quarantine because we all know we gained so much free time um and not being able to do things that you do on a day-to-day basis so in this extra time do the things you've always wanted to do and didn't have time for but like actually do it I can attest to this I'm like I was like saying it and not living it sort of thing I'm like messing up the phrase right now I wasn't walking the talk or talking, walking the talk. I think is the I'm looking for. Anyway, so I feel like I'm someone that reading just doesn't naturally really come to me that easily. And it's funny because I think back to when I was little and I was such a reader and like really enjoyed reading. And I think I just got so busy and found other hobbies like YouTube and, you know, creating content on social media that I liked so much more. So that's kind of where my attention went. But in quarantine, I really challenged myself. I'm like, Gretchen, you love, well, you don't really love reading, but you love when you push yourself and challenge yourself to read and how it feels to learn and yeah, kind of escaping from things that stress you out. Like reading is such an escape and sort of like a therapeutic thing for me and really puts me in the moment and makes me present. Even though thinking about it, you're like reading about something else. So is that being present? I don't know. I think it is because you're just like in the moment. Anyway, I digress. What I'm trying to say is I'm finally walking the talk and I'm reading this book now called High Performance Habits and I've always wanted to have time for this. So you know, essentially I'm like, you have more time in quarantine and now I know like a lot of parts of the world are opening back up and life is getting more normal, but I would say that we are still living cautiously and not, you know, back to like our normal life and I would say we still have like more, a little more free time maybe than we used to. I'm sure I do because I'm not traveling. I'm not really like seeing friends. I'm not going anywhere. I like staying home. So it's funny because what I'm trying to get at is I say like we have more time for these things, but I so easily during quarantine was filling this extra time with other things instead of reading. So what you really have to do is just have your priorities in order. And what I really had to do for reading is make time. And I think when something's important to you, you make time for it. And that's just another like side note, good lesson in life. 
that just reminds me of like relationships and boys and stuff. Like people are like, oh, I don't know if he likes me or like, he's just so busy. Uh Uh-uh, sister. I mean, I'm sure there's like extenuating circumstances. Maybe it's like someone that's like crazy busy and has like the craziest, busiest career. But like for the most part, um, if somebody likes you, you're going to know it and you make time for what you care about. Bottom line, just a reminder (laughs) that just made me think of that. But yeah, so going with the topic of doing things you've always wanted to have time for and how I made time for reading, I think that now could be a really great time to start with a small business that you've always thought about. I know so many people started tie-dye businesses during quarantine and you guys know I've been thinking about making happy hour merch like either like yellow crew neck sweatshirts or hoodies or like maybe like a yellow tie-dye masks. I don't know. I've been thinking about it so much. have actually been putting some serious effort into it and thought so we will see where that goes but this brings me to my next point you guys. Ship station. Okay if you are an e-commerce seller or if you've been thinking about it like me when you're selling online getting a lot of orders can be so tough to just track who gets what, what shipping carrier should use and if you're getting the best rate so that's why you guys need ShipStation. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders, print out labels, get your product to your customers, etc. ShipStation just helps online sellers of any size get orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep customers happy. I love that ShipStation just helps online sellers of any size because obviously I would be starting off so small. Just get out orders quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep customers happy. Even if you're selling on Amazon, Etsy, your own website, I like that ShipStation just will bring all your orders into one place just making it really easy to manage from all your devices i know you can even use on your cell phone and shipstation works with all major carriers like the u.s postal service fedex ups and amazon fulfillment so you can just compare and choose what shipping option works best for you and your small business and shipstation also offers big discounts on shipping costs so any business can access same postage discounts that are usually reserved for really large companies i don't know if you guys knew that but that's just something that's really nice with shipstation you'll just always know that you're getting the best deal personally just knowing how simple shipping with shipstation is makes me so excited for the future of making merch i know you guys so many of you are just like really asking for happy hour hoodies or something like that so we will see where that goes it is no wonder to me that shipstation is the number one choice of online sellers basically you'll just be able to ship more in less time with the best rates available and i know right now you guys can try out shipstation for free for 60 days when you use the offer code gg so get started at ship station today again it's totally free for two months i know you won't even have to put in your credit card to start your free trial with my code gg at shipstation.com i just knew i had to tell you guys about that especially if you've been thinking about starting a small business during this time like i have so now back to other ways to be living your best young adult life i guess so i think just something else that's really good to point out is not underestimating the power of social interaction i will call it during your day with seriously everyone and anyone people you pass by neighbors because I know come on guys that's something we so took for granted in the past and I can say for me especially living in Boston in a city you're just like running by people all day long everyone's so busy headphones in hair tie up Nikes on like running down the street very fast-paced I just know Boston is so fast-paced New York even more But I think slowing down and having the pace of life slow down a bit from the pandemic uh, just makes you realize, like, 
that maybe that's something you've been taking for granted and I don't know you guys just like chatting with the person while you're checking out at Trader Joe's just feels really good and maybe I'm saying this because I'm not seeing friends as often but it's like why not make the extra effort to talk to someone that you're around I don't know like I think you can just do it in a very normal way and not like you're hi 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 to like everyone down the street but I think just being outgoing and you know complimenting someone on something that you like about them um even if you normally would be like a little too shy or something like you never know how that can make someone's day and seriously change like the whole trajectory of their day I know that's happened to me in the past where I'm having a bad day and someone just goes out of their way to like be kind to me and it changes everything so that's just kind of reminding me of that but I think that's just what I've really come to appreciate during all of this is the power of social interaction because I know with me specifically with my neighbors back home in Albany when I got back home when I would just be like walking my dog and I would pass by them and we'd chat for a bit like socially distanced masks on like totally safe it's just like I just have this feeling of like wow that was so nice to just like catch up with someone or chat with someone that I haven't seen in months and you know, so I think that's something that can really help, especially if you are back home right now and haven't gone back to college or aren't able to. Just being able to, you know, connect with people in your everyday life, maybe that you wouldn't normally, I think can be something to think about. It's really just like, it's interesting you guys call it just such a balance of like growing up an important like adulting and learning in school but also growing up you know socially and just maturing in your life with yeah life experiences with your peers so okay like we get it Gretchen you miss your friends you miss like interacting with people I'm very extroverted I feel like that's obvious so I want to talk about other things I miss (laughs) about college like in case you're curious and again not to make you feel bad or like you're missing out or anything but just maybe so that you could relate to missing these moments too and know that you're not alone in feeling this way and yeah I could just see people being like upset with me right now and like I do recognize like I'm so grateful that I was able to finish my four years so I'm not trying to like be rude and be like oh I miss these times and you guys are like Gretchen like we miss them more we're like missing it currently right now in our college career but I just think it could be helpful to maybe point out things especially if you haven't like recognized them in your own life so that we can work on not taking them for granted and really appreciating them and sort of one step further like seeing why we miss these things and moments and if we can sort of like fulfill and feel fulfilled in similar ways if that makes sense if you're post-grad like me or are just missing like normal college life so so are you ready for this one thing that I miss from college you guys are gonna be like shocked I think I feel like everyone thought that I was just constantly on vacation in college and I will admit like you guys know I was traveling a lot I feel so lucky and blessed that I was able to travel so much I made my schedule a lot of times like Tuesday Thursday or Tuesday Wednesday Thursday and I would always take long weekends and travel and it was so incredible but I obviously took college in my education very seriously or else I wouldn't have been there right um it's a choice and something you pay for so it was important to me you guys know I paid for my college all by myself so yeah if I didn't want to be there I wouldn't have been there just saying that but so you may be shocked to hear this but something I miss is learning like constantly I just feel like in your college 
career, your college, not career, college journey, your whole college time of four years or however long you're in college. I just think about how, I mean, obviously with classes, you are taking so many classes and you're learning so much, but I just feel like every day is sort of like a new experience or maybe that's just how I felt personally going to Boston University and being in a city like I was always meeting new people and surrounded by new people every day and always around new people and new classes like always meeting new people being in new areas of the city new spots on campus taking new classes like learning new things in my classes I just felt like I've never had a time in my life where I've learned so much obviously like I feel like that's what college is for and so I miss that and I think it took me a while to recognize that I was missing that in college And I think ways that I have felt fulfilled in similar ways, like literally, I'm not kidding guys, sometimes I think I'm like, do I want to like go to grad school because I like miss college that bad? And I think I never realized how much I enjoyed learning. I think I was the type of person where I could like complain about it all day long. But at the end of the day, I liked something that was challenging me like mentally and that I was interested in and you know, I feel like, at least I felt like in my college classes, I think there was a big emphasis on like working with others and working with teams and like being a part of something, working towards something. Those were all things that I really enjoyed deep down and that I missed. Um, and I think if I have tips for you guys, things that have helped me feel like fulfilled in similar ways would be taking Skillshare classes. You guys know I've talked about Skillshare before. This isn't like sponsored by them or anything, but there's so many classes on there. I think that also goes with me telling you to do things that you've always wanted to do. There are literally, I think like thousands of classes on there and I have learned about more like video editing and my video editing software final cut about photo editing I've started to learn a little bit about photoshop because I've always wanted to learn that stuff like that and that sort of gives me the same feeling as being in a class at BU and I think what I miss even more on top of that is like learning with others sort of like being in a team um, which I will get to missing being on a team but other things you guys that help it's so weird like I don't know, like recognizing this or admitting this because I feel like this is something that I became really honest with myself during quarantine. Maybe you guys can relate how I felt like I was always complaining about college or not wanting to go to classes or, you know, I was just like, oh, I just want to like hang out with my friends or do whatever. But then when it's taken away from you or in my case, you just graduate and don't have it anymore, you realize how much you actually appreciated it and how much, um, how it's just like sort of different than anything else in your life, just like mentally challenging you, I guess it's just like how I would categorize it. So another thing that helps me with that is documentaries because I think it's just separate from, you know, like trashy reality TV or something that you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm just really, you know, sort of intrigued and like the gossip and whatever. And I really have been enjoying documentaries. Wait, I feel like I talked about this in my last week's episode. I like deja vu because a lot of times I'm learning something new and it sort of reminds me of being in like a lecture hall and listening to a professor. I don't know about you guys, but I learn the most just for me personally. I learn from listening. So if you're telling me something and I'm, you have my full attention, like I'm paying attention, I am going to learn like the best that way and I will remember so for me, podcasts are a really great way or like listening to audiobooks or again, or is like a really good way to learn because I will remember and if I'm like writing something down or reading it, it doesn't like click as well. So it's interesting how everyone's different that way. But also YouTube videos, I feel like there's some more like 
informational YouTube videos, like teaching videos, and that sort of helps with my um, missing learning moments. And last thing I thought about you guys that I thought could be helpful to point out, this sort of goes along with like talking to your friends and family and making time for those that are important for you. But I swear whenever I'm catching up with relatives or talking with like an aunt or an uncle, especially grandparents, I sort of feel like fulfilled in this way because I feel like I'm learning. I feel like we're always talking about old stories or they're giving me advice on things and I feel like I'm learning something new and it's like I feel like you can take for granted your own own family maybe and like the wisdom that they have like they're older than you and they have so much life experience and I think like asking them things like I feel like I will catch myself so quickly going to YouTube and being like, I don't know what to do about this. And then my aunt will text me and be like, oh, I just saw your YouTube video about this. You should do this, this, and that. Like, remember I used to work in insurance? And I'm like, oh my gosh, Aunt Margaret, like, you're so right. So, <laughs> so I think that can really help too. And these are just things that I do and that help me. Another thing I miss you guys is just like the pace of life, I guess. And this is sort of like a double-edged sword. Like I miss it and I don't. And I think just my life has undergone a change of pace because I felt like really high school started ramping up and like getting really fast and I was just cramming so much in there and I felt life was just flying by and same with college way even quicker than high school like twice as quick it felt like I was in college for like a year or two like I just can't even believe it It was four years because I felt like I was packing so much in there which was like a good thing but I just felt like my life was so go, 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 and then graduating and just having less on my plate. It's been really nice. I definitely feel like I have my life together more, more organized, less anxious, stuff like that, but a part of me misses just being in that like go, go, go mindset. I don't know if that's like healthy. I feel like that's probably unhealthy. I'm like, oh, I miss being like crazy busy and just, you know, that mindset of like, oh, he's grinding and stuff like that, but I think I just miss, I don't know, I don't know why it's like that. I think humans have, like, a tendency to do that, to look back, like, nostalgically at times and only remember the good times, and it's like, I should remind myself, Gretchen, you were probably so tired all the time. I mean, I can remember back. I think I never slept enough, you know, and now I, like, actually get enough sleep and actually, like, take care of myself, and, like, suddenly I'm no longer sick anymore. Do you guys remember in college I was sick all the time and I just wasn't taking care of myself so I need to remind myself not to only think of the happy moments because there were a lot of negatives that came with it probably more negatives than positives but a huge positive being like I felt like I just got so much out of my college experience and I don't regret anything and the only thing I would regret is like not interacting more saying yes to more opportunities I regret you know I wish there were just more hours in the day like I don't have regrets I because I can't regret sleeping the hours I did like I wouldn't have functioned right (laughs) without sleeping but I wish I didn't have to sleep all of college because I just felt like there was always so much to do so I just miss that you know change the the well I miss my pace of life back then and it's just weird having the change of pace and I think that's just me personally as well you guys know I struggle with change in life in general and I bet a lot of you can relate to this changing of your pace of life sort of in quarantine it I feel like it was just like a slap in the face to everyone to slow down because you sort of had no choice but to when you're sitting at home it just slows you down um but I I know there's like positives and negatives I feel like there's positives of it especially for me yeah I finally started being healthy and like taking care of myself and 
and just slowing down and realizing like what's important friends family things like that but anyway another thing I miss <laughs> this reminds me of friends is just like interacting with so many people like I said I just felt like I was learning so much. I was just interacting with new people seriously every day. And I feel like after graduating, just interacting on a day-to-day basis with less people is just a change and sort of something that's sad. I guess that's just a me problem and me personally. Maybe if you guys are really extroverted, you agree with that. But if I could be surrounded by like 30 people every day and always meeting new people like I would, I just love it. So that's something I miss. And something else, you guys, that I miss this is what you're actually going to be shocked about, is rowing, okay? This is like a very specific part of rowing because we all know how much I've talked about my rowing journey and experience um, as a teenager, like in high school, as a young adult, I will say. Actually, wait a minute. I must have been 19 when, yeah, I think I was 19 years old when I quit rowing at BU. So I guess just as a teenager, because I guess I didn't row when I was 20 and not a teenager anymore. Anyway, it was definitely a part of my college experience. It was my first year of college. I rowed my whole freshman year. And if you guys, if this is like the first episode you're randomly listening to, I have done my fair share saying not so nice things about my rowing experience. And you guys know I struggled a lot. It was very difficult for me for so many reasons. I won't really get into that, but you guys know I was on the women's lightweight rowing team. So yeah, just started struggling with like making weight in college and sort of what that was doing to me personally and how it was affecting the way I looked at myself and what I consumed and my body image and my eating habits and things like that so it got a little a little bit out of hand and just unhealthy but um those were all the bad aspects of rowing I just feel like I've sort of focused on that and I haven't talked about like the good moments and yeah wow this is really making me realize that I'm being like what I said before when you look back and you just remember the good times because that's essentially what I'm doing right now but I think it is good to point out like while you can look back at times of your life and say like this like was a really difficult time for me and I was going through some stuff I learned a lot it was really pretty unhealthy I know not everything was awful right like there were some good moments so for me what that looked like was aside from everything I just said I missed being and I think what it really comes down to is what I was saying before being on a team of girls and being surrounded by friends and working towards like a common goal together. I think that's what I miss about rowing. And, um, (laughs) it's, you know, it's funny because when it was all said and done, I was like, I never want to get in a boat again. I'm so done with everything. But what I miss, if I'm being really honest and I can look back is very specific moments of rowing. Like I do miss exercising in that way and moving my body that way in a boat and you know rowing a boat (laughs) and I miss I miss it being like early morning in the river being really really calm like it looks like glass and the sun's rising and it's not too hot it's not too cold and maybe I'm in a single or a double like I like small boats and I like sculling and like that's what I miss like those are the moments that I miss so I guess what you could take from this is if you are in college sports or it doesn't even have to be sports like clubs whatever like obviously you guys know I was in a sorority miss my sorority like I joined a sorority after I quit rowing 
but I think just like don't take it for granted and know how special it is and if it's something that's really really important to you and such a big part of your life see if you can you know continue doing that postgrad I know so many of my friends that were rowers in high school college become rowing coaches after to stay connected with it after college or you can join like a local boathouse and see if you can take out small boats there or join like a master's program I think it's called just things like that to still stay connected with the sport or even if it's just like a rowing machine and arc I know if you guys are rowers like you <laughs> hate that but I think when you are away from it for a while you miss aspects of it so I miss very specific moments like that rowing oh my gosh and especially are you kidding me especially with my twin sister Lucy that was just like so special for us to be able to do this sport together especially in a double and we would just move together so well because obviously we're twins and like that's what I miss about that but I think what that really speaks to me is that I miss you know always working towards something and having like this common goal with a team of people that you're working with and I think that's something I really miss because I don't know if I have like a parallel to to that in my life right now or something similar I mean there's always goals I'm working towards on YouTube and social media and things like that but those are sort of like personal and I feel like just for me so yeah, I miss like being on a team. <laughs> um, I guess a team athletically or like career wise. I'm sure a lot of you guys have jobs where you work with others or like work in a team. So I don't know. It just gets me thinking sometimes. I'm like, do I want to go like join CrossFit or something? Like I've never done CrossFit, but I feel like that sort of is like a team atmosphere. Like you go with like your same group of people or I don't know. Do you guys like have ideas for me? Like intramural sports. Watch I start like going to play basketball on like an intramural team or something. But yeah, I just think, I don't know. I think that's just what I miss the most about college and I thought would be helpful to point out to you guys maybe so that you aren't in the same situation looking back like me missing it I mean I'm sure you will either way but maybe just being like cognizant of it your whole journey of college and recognizing how special it is so that you know you like lived your life to the fullest and were so social and like took every moment in in the present and weren't taking it for granted or anything like that or if any of my tips like helped you guys for what I do now so I want to ask you guys, what do you miss the most right now? I guess if you are in the time of life like me, post-grad or currently in college, but not being able to have like the full college experience or even if it's later on in life or before college, I guess just in general with the times that we're living in, what do you miss the most? Again, you can comment on the happy hour podcast Instagram because that's where I'll see it. (laughs) So... What I thought I would try this episode, you guys, because normally you guys know I start my episodes off with like sort of chit chat, just like catching up, um, just fun, like lighthearted stories. I feel like they're fun little like icebreakers or just like interesting little tidbits, but I feel like I can get obviously really distracted and just digress. So I thought maybe I would try that at the end of this episode and see how that goes and see if you guys like it. And maybe that could be my new thing, getting all the value information um, out to you in the beginning of the episode, since that's probably why you're here. And then if you want to like stay around to hear about how my day is going or like my current life, then you can do that. How does that sound? Okay, that's what we're going to (laughs) do. I like this, this idea of like a chit chat segment. So can I tell you what happened last night? We're doing 
we're pivoting right now. You guys will not believe this. I'm still like in shock. I think Max and I are still confused. We woke up in the middle of the night, a little after 3 a.m., to Brody not in his crate. We were like, uh, what? What? Where is he? How did he get out? What's going on? Is he okay? Are we okay? What's happening? We woke up and the crate door was just open and he wasn't in there. And it took us like a total of two seconds to realize he was under our bed because he loves just burrowing. It's not just the bed. He loves going under beds. It's sort of like a cozy little den, I think, instinct for him. And he'll go under the kitchen table, under like their living room table. He loves going in small spaces. So it took us one second to like look under the bed and see his little tail under there. And he was just sleeping under there. But we were just like whoa, 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 what's going on? How did he get out of his crate? Like what? So basically what we think happened, this was like parenting fail, I guess. And he's been loving his crate, you guys. He has been doing so well with it. So we are just like shocked that this happened, but he has a divider in his crate. If you guys have like a small dog or a puppy or anything like that, you might know about this. So um, a lot of times with a dog that is going to be bigger, that like grows really quick, like Brody, a golden retriever, you get a bigger crate but then there's a divider in it so you can divide off sections as they get bigger so that it's not too big for them I think um well I know the idea is especially when they're really little and you're working on potty training that they won't go to the bathroom in their little home den area where they sleep in the same spot so you make it just small like the size of them laying down so they can just lay down and that's it because if they can go like pee in one corner and then you know walk over the other color other corner and lay down and sleep they will so it has honestly worked so well he's never had an accident in his crate which is so nice and I think a lot of that just has to do with us not leaving him in there for too long or when he was really little we would just get up every like two or three hours and take him out and now he's sleeping through the night which is like so nice but anyway what I'm trying to say is last night I believe Max moved the divider back we keep moving it back every couple days or weeks or whatever it is whenever we're noticing it's getting kind of tight for him in there because he's growing and we move it back just so he has a little more space and we're about to take the divider out, you guys, because we're divided off probably like six inches. Like he doesn't even need the divider anymore. He's getting so big. But I think when Max is moving the divider and just like fiddling with the crate, we have like a double door crate. Do you guys like care about this? I don't even know if you care. I just thought it was kind of crazy, maybe interesting. <laughs> I thought I would tell you. And if you don't care, I guess you could just sign off now. <laughs> you already heard what I wanted you to hear. But anyways, so there's like a front door and a side door. And, oh my gosh, you guys, I literally see them right now. I'm recording in my car. This is where I have my best podcast recordings, but there they are. (laughs) I was just talking about you. So, what I was, (laughs) sorry guys, what I was saying in him escaping his crate last night is when we moved back the divider, I think Max did something with, like, the side door. We never used the side door of that crate. We really don't need the double door. I don't know. It just, like, came with the one we got. We only ever use the front one. Um, but I think when he moved the divider, it like messed up something with the side door where it wasn't like latched completely shut and all it would take for him is, you know, like a paw to it and it would open sort of thing because when we noticed that he wasn't in there and the door was open, it was completely open, which honestly made me feel better because my worry would be is that like he could sort of like squeeze out a corner that was sort of open and like harm himself. I don't know. I just feel like I was in mom mode and like freaking out. Like, how did he get out? Is he okay? Sort of thing. But the door obviously just opened really easily and he was able to escape. So 
that was just really crazy. We were just so confused. We're like, what is going on? And he loves being under the bed too. So he was just sleeping under there. But yeah, that was just really crazy that that happened because he normally has been, to be completely honest, you guys, like putting himself to bed. He's been so good with the crate training. He's done so good. It's crazy to look back and see how like the first couple weeks went because he would just whine and whine in there, you know, like cry because he was just a little puppy and had separation anxiety. And we just worked so hard to try to make it like a safe, like home oasis space in there, really cozy and just nice. Um, and I think finally it just clicked and we'll leave the door open during the day. And when he's tired, you guys, he'll just wander in there for naps. Like we don't even have to put him in there anymore or at night. What I was saying, he'll put himself to bed. So like last night he put himself to bed and we closed the door and I guess the other one was like low key kind of open already. So we got out, we woke up in the night and we were like freaking out. Where is he? We're all good. Everything's good. And we were so impressed too. We were like, wow, if he had like the whole room to himself, we thought that he would have like had an accident somewhere because he had so much room to roam. But he didn't. So I'm so impressed. He hasn't had an accident. I'm knocking on wood in so long, you guys. Like, seriously, so long. I think he's, like, 99% potty trained. He just, like, is getting it. So that has been really good update with Brody. But just really funny that he escaped his crate. And we are just way more careful with it now and making sure everything is latched correctly, okay? New parenting fail that I thought you might be interested in. Another thing... I thought could be fun to mention, <laughs> fun, but like important as you guys know how I'm always talking about being gentle with yourself. And like last week I was talking about just my mantra of like, you are enough. And sometimes that will just kind of like recirculate in my mind and it really helps. Like you are enough. What you're doing is enough. You know, like everything is enough. Like every aspect of your night of your life, you can just answer with you are enough. And it sort of like makes you feel better. But Um, that being said, this morning, I just, like, was not feeling so hot. Like, I just wasn't feeling good. I had a really bad headache. Uh, uh, I don't, like, not to, like, blame it on this. (laughs) I was gonna say, I don't know if it's, like, TMI, but you guys know I'm open. I literally just got my period, so I just feel like the first, like, day or two for me is just rough, like, my back and my stomach hurts, and I just, like, whatever. Wasn't feeling good this morning. Oh, also this is like sort of embarrassing to admit, but you guys know I was like getting back on my running grind in quarantine and I literally think about how in like maybe April or May I would go run five miles and I was like good. Like that was like pretty, that was probably like the longest I could do, but like I wasn't sore. It was just like, I was really tired and I didn't run for so long because I just like got out of it again. And I think two days ago now, I was like, I miss running so bad. And I went and ran three miles and I'm always like fine during it. But then at the end or like when I am walking the next, like however long to like get back home, I'm like, uh Oh, like my legs hurt. And then it's like, I'm so sore to the point that like yesterday and today I feel like I can't even walk normally. Like it's so embarrassing. And I clearly was just like pushing myself too hard. So I just want to say, don't be dumb like me. It's like, I know, but I do it anyway. Like I've learned my lesson the hard way before, but I'm like, this time will be different. Like I won't be sore. Like it's so bad. Like I just look like I have two torn ACLs. I'm not even kidding. It like reminds me how it felt when I tore my ACL and my leg would just buckle because my quads are just that sore. It's always my quads. I don't know what it is. If it's like the way I run, 
but it's like so painful. Like I feel like my thighs are just covered in bruises. Like I can't even touch them. Like Max is like, you need to roll out. And I'm like, no, like I literally, like I can't, it's just so painful. Like I'll roll over in my bed and like my legs are that bad. What I'm trying to say is I was just like not feeling great. Like I'm not feeling my best because I just pushed it way so way too hard and like literally injured myself. So I just wanted to say that I'm really proud of myself. I was so gentle with myself this morning and I just like cuddled in bed with Brody after we woke up and after I took him on a little walk and I was like, you know what? I'm taking the day off. I'm not working out because I physically don't think my legs can. It's so bad. And like I did Chase's bar class yesterday and I'm like, oh my God, my legs are literally going to fall off. So I'm like, I'm being gentle with myself, listening to my body and gonna freaking relax and just do what makes me happy today and focus on that. I'm excited to record this podcast. I'm excited because it's a nice, sunny, happy day. Like I swear the weather just affects my mood so much. It's nice and sunny and warm today. Like it hasn't been warm in a while. So yeah, I just want to say maybe that can motivate you guys to just like take some time for yourself and some me time, some self-care because it felt really good. And um, also I had two Oreos after my breakfast. (laughs) and they were really good and I normally wouldn't have dessert after my breakfast like that but I was just like YOLO like I'm living my best life today so sometimes you just need Oreos after your breakfast or for breakfast you know who knows last thing I want to say little chit chat section is how much I love birthdays like they are just so exciting to me is it anybody else I don't know the reason I'm saying this is because tomorrow is Max's mom's birthday and I think everyone's like Gretchen why are you so excited like I've just been talking about it so much because I'm so excited that it's her birthday and it's just I think that there's like a birthday at all because I just love birthdays like I don't know why I've just always been so excited about birthdays. Like, they're just such, like, a fun day. I think I just love any reason to celebrate, and a birthday is, like, the biggest reason to celebrate. So, something about especially, like, other people's birthdays, like, not my own, I don't know. Like, I just get so excited for them, and I'm like, oh, are you so happy? Like, do you feel a year older? Like, like, what do you want? Like, what are your goals for this year? Like, I don't know. Like, I just get so excited. It's like a new chapter. It's almost like your own personal, like, new year. Like, a new, yeah, like you know, like New Year's Eve, except it's your birthday Eve. I don't know. So, I'm just really excited about that, and I just feel like it's really the little things, you guys, especially in quarantine. Like, I'm just so excited to, like, celebrate and probably have birthday cake. Like, I can't wait. So... I think just finding little reasons and moments to be really excited for and like joyful over just really help. Um, I was having a really rough day the other day. What was that? I don't even know. And Max and I gave Brody a bath in the afternoon and it literally turned around my whole day. Like I, it was so crazy. I was just feeling like so down and just doing this and it was so fun and something we could do together. And Brody was actually like enjoying it. He wasn't really hating it. And he was just all clean and happy and we were just playing after and like drying him off and it just like literally changed the whole trajectory of my day and I just had like the best mindset and I was like life is good like I'm happy I'm like happy and healthy and so is my dog and my boyfriend and my family like we're good you know so I don't know little things like that I just thought that would be fun to have a little chit chat with you guys here at the end. 
but yeah I think that's it for this episode this week you guys I just thought it could be important to talk about everything that I talked about especially if you're in college post-grad something like that um I sort of talked about a bunch of different things but yeah that's just what's been on my mind and I always like keeping it really authentic to like what I'm going through what I'm thinking about and I just had a moment this past week if I'm being honest I was driving with Max and I just was started crying and he's like what the heck is going on and I was just like I miss college I miss living so close to my friends talking to them so much being around them like I just miss it so bad so yes don't take it for granted especially if you have friends close to you that like are physically close to you and live nearby or if you're in college and anything like that so I love you guys so much thank you for listening and I'll catch you in my next episode bye look around you can find cars like these on auto trader like that car riding your tail or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.